welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining me once again, or for the first fucking time. Appreciate you. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitters, the gram, at RMK Madness. Like, subscribe on the YouTubes, the tubes. Do that, Mad Chatter MK. Check me out. Maybe you already are. Maybe you're watching. Or maybe you're just listening and you need to check out the YouTubes and see what the video is all about. It's really just my face. And some cool background, I would say. Anyway. Hope everyone's week was well. Not bad at the Madhouse MK. Been dealing with a few family issues, really. And just reminds me that Everybody has got something going. Everybody's going through a hard time right now. I mean, every things are difficult across the board, right? For just about everybody. You've got the pandemic going on. Which, other than getting people sick, leads to financial issues, job security issues, all sorts of things. And then everything going on socially in this, um, well, what's basically, essentially, a fucking civil war. Yeah. So that's going on. There's this big division in our country. A lot of things going on in our country. It's very overwhelming at times, right? So everybody's struggling a little bit. And we just try and find our ways to push through. And you know, you have these things come up that just seem to make everything worse. And I'm talking about, of course, the decision of Breonna Taylor and how that came out. And you knew what was going to happen when they were already calling a state of emergency before it. So you knew, you knew what was going to happen. And it's a shame. And it's just continued, what do we, what, what do we do? So you see that kind of shit continuing and it's, it's frustrating, it's disheartening. It's stressful. And I'm just a white dude. And I still, it sickens me. Again, disheartens me. And it is very stressful. We're supposed to be in the quote-unquote greatest country in the world. Land of the free. Home of the brave. It certainly doesn't feel like that America right now. That's all I know. And, you know, we all need that occasional break. That escape, right? A little bit of an escape. Because you need that time away so that you don't become overwhelmed mentally or fatigued for that matter. Some of that's going on, I believe, with the pandemic. Some are just fatigued. They're over it. It's not that they don't think it's real or anything. It's just kind of like, ah, I just got, I got shit to do. (laughs) 
but everybody's got their own shit going on. Everybody's getting hit differently from everything that's happening. We just got to find a way to get through. And as great as an escape like football, sports in general is, we also can't let us, we can't let those things deter us, deter our focus from the real issues at hand. Because that would be the pandemic. That would be the election coming up. Everything that's going on in our country societally, politically, etc., We don't need to be distracted, but we do need those periods of time to step away and to break. And we have football for that. Basketball, hockey, that shit's winding down. You damn nuggets losing games. Six, six, five, four, four. Jesus. It was game four. They lost. So... My whole point is, with everything going on, we got to do our best to get through, right? At the same time, don't lose focus of everything that's going on and what's important and what needs to be done. And if you want to hear more of my thoughts on this, I'm not going to get too much into it. If you want to hear more of my thoughts, there's my miscellaneous debris podcast. You can find that. Links for that on the Twitter and shit like that. You can... Find it in the same spot. You find this one on the tube, everything. Check it out. I get much more into my thoughts and feelings on that and just kind of looking forward to the election because it does get a little dicey. It's pretty clear the current president is going to do everything he fucking can to stay president. And if that includes throwing a hissy fit because he's claiming the election is right, who knows? And who knows what that'll bring? So, may have some tough times ahead of us, people, madcaps. Got to do our best to hang in there, get through. So, yes. So, yeah, that's what I, 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 I'm going to back up any shway, any shway. We're going to back up, back it up a little bit. Let's lighten the mood, all right? Lighten the mood before we get into the football. What else has been going on? What else has been going on? Like I said, NBA, NHL. We're in the thick of it. We're in the thick... Well, not the thick of it, I guess. We're in the climax. The climax of the hockey playoffs. And we're getting close to the climax of the basketball playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the basketball playoffs and the hockey playoffs. And it's the playoffs. So we're almost done with those. And then we'll just have football, really. NBA Finals coming close. Heat and the Lakers are pulling away. Looks like it could be Miami facing their old, old buddy LeBron James in that Lakers uniform. That could be what we get. It's looking, looking more and more like it. And the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lightning up 2-1 on the Stars. That's a shame. I was kind of pulling for the Stars. Some of the vets on that team. But hey, what are you going to do? But it's been a good series so far. I take that back. Game 3 was kind of crap. <laughs> but it's been fun. The whole return to the bubble 
oh, return to play, the NBA bubble, all this stuff that hockey and basketball is now. I think they've done a really good job. They pulled it off there near the end, and uh, it's been good. The climax. And speaking of climax, there's also the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 climax. If you're in, not into professional wrestling, that's fine. Or pro graps. Pro graps, as the kids say these days. If you're not into that, that's fine. Just ignore the next minute or so. But if you do like the pro wrestling, I've probably heard me talk about it before, but please go check out G1 Climax because I'm telling you, it's the best pro wrestling of the year on any brand. Doesn't matter if you're a WWE fan. This is the shit right here. New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I just, I love it. I love it. And it's been awesome so far, a few days into it. Not surprising, not surprising, but it's been awesome. I also personally, this week, I pulled out the nook. Haven't been on that in a while. Wanted to do some reading. Wanted to reread all the old Alice in Wonderland stories. And then I really want to kick my ass into gear and reread the His Dark Materials books. Because i got to get through that first one so that I can start watching the show. Because the show on HBO is supposed to be really fucking good. And, and, season two is about to start. But I haven't seen any of it because I've been slacking. Because I want to refresh my memory a little bit. Or should I? Maybe I should just start fucking watching it. Read the books after? No, that's not how I do it. I like to read the books before. I used to do that with Game of Thrones. Every year, I'd go through and read the books. And then rewatch the seasons previously. I did that for the first few. And then after a while, I'd just watch like, the season before. Because you can only watch the first couple of seasons so many times of something. In that span of time. You can go back to it later. Anyway, any, anyway, anyway, anyway. Enough about my e-library and reading shit and uh, the sports stuff that I'm into. Just, uh, you know, again, more stuff to kind of help you escape for a few. You know what I mean? Relax your brain. Get your, your mentals off the serious shit for a few minutes, you know? It's good stuff to do it with. Entertaining stuff. Sports is always good. That's a good thing about sports. It is a good distraction. But again, don't let it take away your focus. But I'm done. I'm done. I digress. That's it. Enough about my books and sports and it, well, not sports. You know what I mean. Let's get in to Thursday Night Football. Thursday night football. Thursday night flop is a bit of a flopper. Thursday night football flopper, kinda. Not to be confused with Flipper the Dolphin. Speaking of the Dolphins, fantastic. It was a fantastic win for Miami. Hey, it wasn't so fantastic fantasy wise, you know. It's kind of a blah night for. For fantasy, with with the exception, yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, but it, it, fantastic, good for you, good for you, Dolphins, good for you, Ryan Fitzmagic, good good for the Dolphins, get a win on the board. Jaguars, what happened, man? Minshew Magic, what, what was going on? What the fuck? So Miami. Now, we're going to look at the running game because that was all Miles Gaskin, baby. Jordan Howard, 
to get a touchdown. We'll get into him in a fucking But the running game was all good. I'd say he he ran twenty two touches, sixty six yards, three yards of carry, nothing spectacular. And then he caught five passes for twenty nine yards. He got the bulk of the work out of the backfield. And then Devontae Parker led all the wide receivers, five for sixty eight. But Preston Williams did get a touchdown. Two catches, seven yards. What the fuck's going on, Preston? Why is he not getting more action? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then Mike Gusecki, after his big game, he had one catch. Luckily, it was for a touchdown. So if you played Preston Williams and Mike Gusecki, like I did in a few leagues, then you won't be too disappointed because you didn't get a goose egg. You at least got the fucking touchdown. But you certainly didn't get what you were hoping for. Thought this be a little more high scoring game, personally. Personally, I'm just saying, just saying. Just saying. Now for Jacksonville, the bright spot of the entire game for Jacksonville and for fantasy football, really, was James Robinson. A guy I've talked about, a guy I wrote about in the motherfucking middle of the offseason and said, get this motherfucker, because if Leonard Fournette gets traded, watch the fuck out, and boom. Yes, I'm taking a victory lap. Why? Because it's goddamn hard to hit undrafted free agents. And I hit a few that at least made rosters. And James Robinson has become something. Like I thought he could. So, I just just want to say, and hey, I'm not the only one in the fucking world. I'm not the only one that said get James Robinson. But I was one of them. I was, so I'm going to take a little bit of a victory lap on this one just because he's continuing to improve and look better in this office. Shit, tonight he was all the Jaguars had. To the tune of 11 carries, 46 yards, and two touchdowns. He also had six catches for 83 yards. Oh, he catches the ball too. What about Chris Thompson? No. James Robinson's got this shit on lockdown and good for him. Good, good, good game for him. Got you quite a few points if you played him in PPR leagues. Yes, he did. I expected more from LaVisca Chenault. That was disappointing. Very disappointing. You can tell they want to use him more. But uh, that whole Jaguars offense, it just, it struggled tonight. The Minshew, Minshew mania, the Minshew magic, the mustache magic. It just it just wasn't there. It just, I don't know. It's a good thing they had James Robinson. And, you know, there was no DJ Chark. So maybe that made uh, was some of it, you know, because if you got Chark out there, a lot of attention the first couple of weeks was going to him because he wasn't doing a whole lot. I, I don't know. Jagzo, ah, just a rough night. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. You know me. I like to say that. We'll see shit. And by the way, Jordan Howard, we'll bring you up again. You helped no one. You know me. I don't like to say that thanks for nothing or anything like that shit. I appreciate the players. They got to do what they got to do. But when it comes to fantasy, we got to be real. This motherfucker helped no one. Did anybody play him? Because if so, what the fuck did you actually get? Because he had three rushes for negative one yards. Yeah. But he had a touchdown. Six points. Five points. Nine points.
Just. And who played him? Really? Why wasn't that Miles Gaskins touchdown? He handled the rest of the workload. Why wouldn't you let him get the... Come on, Dolphins. Let's get Preston more involved. Let's get let's get this offense rolling. You got Devontae Parker. You got Preston Williams. You got Mike Gusecki. You got Miles Gaskin and Matt Breda. Let's get the shit rolling. Good fucking God. That's kind of my final thoughts. I mean, Minshew mania, the Minshew mustache magic, it hit a bit of a roadblock. But without Chark, and really, come on. Let's get this offense rolling, Jacksonville. Come on, Jake Gruden. Before you get fired. <laughs> but not for the gameplay of the Jaguars. For something else. You know what I'm talking about. But I think the biggest thing to take out of all this is, hey, I think you can trust James Robinson and to uh, you know, some extent, Miles Gaskin going forward. James Robinson's clearly the guy in Jacksonville. And Miles Gaskin is pulling away with that job in Miami. So I think both guys need to be rostered. Obviously, with James Robinson, got to be rostered. James Robinson needs to be starting. Miles Gaskin's getting in that flex territory. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. But that again is what I got for Thursday Night Football. Yes. Yes. Now, let's get into a bit of my week three forecast. What the Let's get into the week three forecast. That's right, that's right. First up, we've got to hit up the top injury news, so let's go ahead and do that. Oh, because there was, there was quite a few last week, wasn't there, wasn't there? Well, Saquon Barkley, now that he's on IR, the Giants have signed Devontae Freeman. So there we go. Devontae Freeman finally has a job, and I think he'll be okay. I'm sorry, but he's still better than Deion Lewis and Wingo. I know... Freeman's kind of washed, but he's still better than those dudes. I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Christian McCaffrey, with his ankle injury, is going to be on IR as well. Not all year, but he's going to be reevaluated in three weeks. You know how the IR is different this year. They can take him off after a few weeks. So good news for McCaffrey. He's not done for the season, obviously, but a little banged up for a while. Mike Davis will start. Ugh. <laughs> the Mike Davis show. Raheem Mostert got that MCL spring, and he will miss week three for sure. We'll see what happens after that. Could be a multi-week injury. It sounds like it will be, but they didn't move him to IR. To Tevin Coleman, on the other hand, his teammate, they did move to IR with a knee injury. So that means Jarrett McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jamako Hasty gets moved up from the practice squad. So, someone to keep an eye on. Someone to hopefully have already have stashed on your bench. Maybe the taxi squad, mayhaps. Yes. Yes. Where the fuck was I at? Here we are. Cam Akers did not practice. He's got the rib injury. We'll see what happens there. Chris Godwin's going to be good to go. I'm excited. I'm excited. Devontae Adams... Not so much. Hamstring injury, not looking good. He's questionable, but not looking good. Julio did not practice. Also, a hamstring. The fucking bastards in the hamstring. Michael Thomas, doubtful to play with the ankle injury. He did say 
well, what was it, last week before the game, he was feeling better still. Still believed to be a multi-week injury, but not being put on IR. So maybe after next week he gets back to a plan. Kenny Galladay, he's not practicing. Or no, I'm sorry, he is back to practicing. Questionable. We'll have to see how he does Friday. But if he's good enough to be out there, how, how can you not play him? I need to play him in some leagues. I have to play him. So if he's available, because they need him. They need him. Man, fuck, maybe he ends up just being a Julio Jones-type decoy and he doesn't have much of a game. But I think if he can play, he'll play, and that means I play, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Christian Kirk did not practice with a groin injury. Heard it during the game last Sunday. But, but, continue to play. Now, being cautious. So, we'll see what happens. See, I did it again. But it looks like Christian Kirk could miss. Doesn't seem to matter. I'm sure eventually Christian Kirk will get going. But right now, it's all the new love affair between Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. That's right. That's right. A.J. Brown did not practice with the knee injury. Paris Campbell's headed to the IR, done for the year, unfortunately. Tyrod Taylor, he's out. If you heard about his crazy fucking story, has, was getting an injection, 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 injection for some rib shit. Doc punctured his fucking lung. What the fuck? So he's out. <laughs> Poor bastard. He's just it's, it's terrible luck for that dude, man. I like Tyrod. Bad luck. Bad luck. I blame it on my brother for calling him Ty God all those years ago when Tyrod was in Buffalo. They put a curse on him somehow. God damn it. Poor Tyrod. But we do get to see the Brook Herbert again, which is good news if you own Austin Eckler because I do think Herbert will use him more. But the Chargers are going to really want to still run the football and they will use Joshua Kelly to do so. So you can expect... Yes, Eckler will get some, but so will Josh Kelly. So, why the hell did I bring that up? Because we were talking Justin Herbert. That's why. <laughs> Moving on. Jimmy G and Drew Locke also out. Drew Locke, eh, they're saying I read one, the two to four weeks, two to six weeks. He's going to be out for a minute. So they signed Blake Bortles to back up Jake Driscoll. This should be fucking interesting. Someone said Drew Locke reminded them of Blake Bortles, and now they just have, and that's Jake Bortles is another, Jake Bortles, Jake Driscoll is another Blake Bortles-like type quarterback. So really, they just have three Bortles on the team. It's a it's a team full of Bortles on the quarterback room for the Broncos, and that's what they say. But I do believe Drew Locke, Drew Locke, I see, now I'm starting to lose my shit. Drew Locke, I do believe he's better than a Blake Bortles, but I guess time will tell. We'll see what happens when he gets back from this injury. I said we'll see again. God damn it. And Jimmy G's place, Nick Mullins, will step in. Should be okay. I think they're going to rely heavily on the run game. And Mr. George Kittle, if he ends up playing. If he ends up playing. Why didn't I have him on the fucking injury report? Oh, because I did. And I skipped Darren Waller, too. Who's questionable with a knee injury. Skip right over the fucking tight ends. What the hell is going on here? Now, now, let's move into my week three prognosis. 
Duh. Winning. That's right. Duh winning. Not sure why, but duh. Anyway. So, for week three, this is what I got going on, okay? Being the Giants have the injury with Saquon Barkley, uh, and Sterling Shepard being out. Well, that means it's time for Evan Engram. It's the Evan Engram spectacular. And I do believe this weekend he kicks some ass. And I do like Darius Slayton a lot, too. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Joe Mixon. I, I, I need you to show me something because you know what? I am not playing this motherfucker until he does. I saw somewhere on Twitter last night, somebody mentioned they played James Robinson and Joe instead of Joe Mixon. That's who they were starting this week. And he got some hate for it. And he got some love for it. I would have been on the side of giving him love. And unless Joe Mixon goes for more than 30 points, he made the correct decision. And really, it's the correct... Uh, because you can look at hindsight and say it was the correct decision, but his logic checks out. What the fuck has Joe Mixon done? And he's not even getting that many passes because Geo's getting... What are we going to do if you're a Joe Mixon owner? You got to bench him this week. That's just my opinion. If you have better options. And I know you're going to sit there and go, well, I can't play Joshua Kelly over Joe Mixon. Yes, you can. And you should. And you need to. And I'm sure Joe Mixon will break out eventually. But I got to see something from him. Like, fuck. How? I know he's a damn good back. Or supposed to be. But where are all the productive games at, man? Well, man. It's starting to become a problem. You know? Get your shit together. We gotta... Hey, you gotta start producing. I want guys that produce. Mixon's not producing right now. I'm sitting his ass if I have him. But I don't really have him. Like one league. <laughs> not with the risk. And I thought about trading for a couple of times. People want too much. It's crazy. It's crazy. The Las Vegas Raiders feel-good story from last week. Beaten Drew Brees and the Saints. They're going to come back down to the earth this week because they got to play Captain Camerica and Julian Edelman and the New England Patriots. And no, I'm not some big fan of the Patriots. I just find the whole thing interesting. Cam and Bill Bell. Bill Belichick. And Cam Newton. Just, you know. Joking it all up. Baby, it's just... Excuse me. But I do think Cam, Edelman, they're going to go scorch earth again. And I'm looking forward to it. So, kudos to you if you have them playing. I do believe Nick Foles appears this Sunday. I think... The Falcons, pissed as they are about what happened to them Sunday, giving up that lead, I think they come out on fire, with or without Julio. And I think Matt Ryan makes the Bears defense pay. 
And I think they need Mr. Bisky to try and get him back into this game. And he makes enough mistakes doing so that they throw Mr. Foles out there. Maybe you're thinking they need to see more bad from Trubisky before they do that. And I say, I don't think so. Not so fast. Not so fast. Foles making a good amount of money sitting on that bench. We'll see. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to roll over the Vikings. John Smith is going to help him. Those two are going to torch some shit. I could see Adam Humphreys having a big day. The Vikings defense, not only has it not looked good the first two weeks, and the offense is not helping them at all because their offensive line is in trouble and Kirk Cousins is garbage. That's why you can you can play Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook, but after that, oh. And even Adam Thielen's a little scary. It's a damn shame fucking did to those Vikings. But I do think John who has a big day. Derrick Henry. Possibly even Adam Humphreys. So, we move on. Chargers running backs. I mentioned them already. Joshua Kelly. I mentioned plenty. Austin Eckler, though. I think both of them have really good days this Sunday. That's right. That's right. I think they go a little crazy, maybe even. That's right. That's right. Because they played the Panthers. Jonathan Taylor, he's going to pound the hell out of the Jets, I can tell you that much. Fantasy points galore in the Seattle-Dallas game. I think you see some big ones there. If you got Lockett, Metcalf, you got Russ, Dak, Zeke, Carson, yeah, Cooper, Lamb. I think it's going to be another high-scoring affair Seahawks were in a little bit of one with the Patriots last week, and obviously we mentioned the Falcons crumbling and losing their lead to, oh yeah, that's right, the Cowboys. So, that's going to be a fun one. And full of fantasy galore, I think. Fantasy fun. Fantasy, fantasy points. I don't know what I'm talking about. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Look for them to go nuclear against Detroit. They're going to do it again. They're, ju- they're just going to do it again. Take a Lakers to Kirk Hurt. You know? You know what I'm saying? Tampa Bay gets God win back. Tom Brady. Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's Tampa Bay gets the man back. That's going to be a boost up. That's going to be a boost up. And I can't wait. And they're ready to tear down the Mile High City. This is my Mile High City. It's my fucking city. They ain't coming in to tear it down. But... They're going to come and give the Broncos a little bit of a thumping. Although, I do expect to see those rookie wide receivers from Denver make a lot of noise, particularly K.J. Hamler. Because I think they'll throw, I think the Tampa Bay defense will throw some stuffs at Mr. Judy. So I'm looking for K.J. Hamler. That's right, K.J. Hamler. Maybe a bit of a breakout this weekend. And then Sunday night. Sunday night should be a good game. We will see the continuance of Aaron Rodgers' revenge tour 
as he takes on a continuance of a struggling old-ass Drew Brees. And I expect the Packers to whoop some ass again. And even if they don't have Devontae Adams. Because that just means I think we'll get more out of MVS. Alan Lazard. They could have bigger games, but really what it'll mean is a lot of Aaron Jones! I love having Aaron Jones on my team. I do. I really do. And you will continue to enjoy having Aaron Jones on your team. Do you remember... This motherfucker was getting drafted in the second round. Like, the second leading in fantasy. Second best fantasy back last year. He's getting drafted in the second round? Because everybody was afraid of A.J. Dillon? What the fuck? What? Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Now, what do I have my eyes on as far as this week what what am i intrigued by for week three well aj green he can't continue to keep dropping passes like that so i imagine if he continues to get the targets we're gonna see an aj explosion okay because i do think that has hurt joe burrow and the Bengals' offense okay and that could maybe even if you make some catches like the eight for 22 now again I'm holding up on Joe Mixon for now. But if this Bengals offense can really get going, then hey, maybe Joe Mixon gets a little more running room. Maybe he gets in a groove. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's a good back. But he's shit right now. And I need to see production. So come on. Show me something, Bengals. AJ Green, I'm watching you. Sooner or later, T. Higgins coming for that fucking job, bro. Just saying, not for nothing, I've also got my eyes on Olamide Zacchaeus, Olamide Zacchaeus. Why? Because if Julio Jones sits, you'll have Ridley, who should tear shit up, but if he's getting that number one, you know, coverage, then it'll be Russell Gage who has a big game. But also, it could be Olamide Zacchaeus's time to shine why do i say that Hmm. because he's a damn good football player and they ain't using her hayden hurst in that austin hooper role no they've been using three receivers the first two weeks and if there's no julio jones that leads me to believe they will just slide over and continue to use three receivers meaning hello olamide zacchaeus i hope you get plenty of targets and yards i hope you do Let's do it, Olamide. Let's do it. The Rams and the Bills. I'm interested in this. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. The Josh Allen hype train could very much come off the rails. He hasn't looked bad the first two weeks. He's also played the Jets and the Dolphins. Dolphins looked a little better tonight against Jacksonville, but, you know. And both teams really gave the Bills a little bit of trouble. So I'm of the belief that the Bills need to really show something this weekend. And man, the Rams are playing fucking really good right now. They're looking like the Rams from a couple years ago. So, dangerous proposition. Dangerous proposition for the Bills. 
I do think it's going to be a tough game. I think the Rams take it. So, how badly will they take it? Will this make the Bills beating the, the Jets and the Dolphins just look like, oh yeah, they beat the bad teams? Because against a good team, we pummeled you. Or will the Bills continue their development and Josh Allen continue his improvement and maybe they make a game of this, even win it? We'll see. I said it again. But I have my eyes on that. Just as I have my eyes on the Texans and the Steelers. At some point, we're going to see some Deshaun of the dead. He's going to rise from the dead and make some Deshaun Watson magic. That's right. Not, not like the Minshew mustache magic. This is a little bit different. But he's going to make some magic of his own. And I do think the more that Brandon Cooks gets healthy and the more that Deshaun Watson develops a, a rapport with him, it's going to be the go-to guy. And then Will Fuller, when healthy, can step in and be that deep threat. And then maybe they can get this offense really going. I do think they miss Duke Johnson, too. I do think they miss him. He's a good back. He contributes. We'll see. Got to watch. And the Steelers, they're just they're playing good ball. They got a good defense, which is scary for Houston because they could go with three. Oh, and three, that would be terrible for the Houston Texans. But definitely got to see what happens in this game because we should get some fantasy points out of this one too. And like I said, it's time for some Deshaun of the Dead. Rise, Deshaun. That's right, rise. I want to know who steps up in the Colts passing game. Paris Campbell's out, so... Is Michael Pittman going to finally get fucking rolling? Is T.Y. Hilton going to get finally fucking get rolling? Because it would appear to me, Campbell, Hilton, those be the guys that, well, Phillip Rivers likes. But really, he also likes tight ends. So I could see Moali Cox continuing to be a force, particularly until Jack Doyle comes back. And even then... This is really the time for Michael Pittman to make his move. And if he's not going to, I've got my eyes on Ashton Doolin, second-year player. Dude's metrics are off the chart. Great player profile. He's been on the, the Colts practice squad. And now, here he is. He's been making plays on special teams this year. He had one catch last week, but hey, here he is with quite possibly an opportunity. So I'd like to keep my eyes on Mr. Ashton Doolin. That's right. And then, of course, last but not least, Leonard Fournette. Soon as he signed with the Bucks, my opinion was he's going to get work. They didn't bring him there to be Ronald Jones' backup. They didn't bring him there because they didn't like what they saw in Keyshawn Vaughn. And maybe, maybe... Or Bruce Arians, notorious for not liking to use rookies. Maybe he just didn't want to use Keyshawn Vaughn. And dude was on the COVID list, I think, hurt. So he missed a bunch of training camp time. Of course he's behind. Leonard Fournette, that's a do you can just plug in, let him go. I haven't given up on Keyshawn Vaughn myself. I know some have. I would say if you can get him cheap enough, go trade for him. But this year, right now, this for this time, it's Leonard Fournette. Okay? 
because he showed you last week, and I know, a lot of smaller runs, he had the big chunk play, but hey, that's what Duke can do. We're not seeing Ronald Jones do a lot to add to that offense. He's just blah, average. Fournette adds a little bit extra. And I expect to see him work himself more and more into the rotation to where he's the... Ow, I just stabbed myself. But he will be the leader of the backfield. Guaranteed. So let's see how it all plays out. Week 3 forecast in the books. Should be a good one. There's some good games. Good games. But you know what? Sundays are always good during football season, so I have no complaints. No complaints at all. So, let's get into closing up shop and getting the fuck out of here. Game over, man. Game over. That's right. Game over time. Pot over time. Not like as in overtime. Like OT after regulation. No, no, no. The time has come. To say goodbye. The time has come for the pod to end. That's right. I know it's sad. But we got to go into this weekend. Get ready for week three. Got to tackle week three. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Thank you once again for joining me. Much appreciated. Do not forget to follow at RMK Madness on Twitter, on the gram. Check me out on YouTube. And keep an eye out. Saturday, maybe early Sunday, do a little mini madness, talk some injury stuff. We'll see how it goes. But I really hope everyone has a great weekend, okay? And again, enjoy the football. Enjoy the other sports playoffs. Baseball playoffs is coming soon as well. Enjoy some of that New Japan pro wrestling. Because it's fantastic. You just got to try it. Or don't. It's up to you. (laughs) I really enjoy it. But enjoy that stuff. But keep it at the forefront of your brain. All the important shit going on in the world right now. Because again, it's important to, as Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch would say, to take care of your mentals. You don't want to get overwhelmed. So we need these things to help us get by. But we also need to very much keep right at the forefront of the brain everything that's going on because it's important. we got the holidays coming up. It's going to be different because of the pandemic and everything. And we're going to have to be more careful. I mean, it's, it's almost like some people are just waiting until all the doors and shit get shut again. And maybe they will. We don't know. But between the election, the pandemic, the civil unrest... It's going to make for an interesting end to 2020. And just everybody, do what you can to keep you and yours safe, okay? With that being said, while keeping all that at the forefront, go enjoy the weekend. Hang out with your fam. Watch the sports. Enjoy the Sunday football. And good luck in your leagues. I hope you all do well. Yes, unless you're playing me. Unless you know me and you're playing against me, then... Your team can go fuck itself. That's right, because I want to win. And I don't really care then, right? But if you're not playing me, good luck. Hope you kick some ass. That's right. As always, as always, much love to all of you. 
Appreciate you very much. Don't forget, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. I mean, really, all the best people are. You know, mad, that is. <sighs> Until Monday, ta-ta for now. Laters. Welcome, baby.